everyone. My name is Chris Holland with Barrington Nutritionals. I'm really excited again to host David Foreman, the herbal pharmacist. Uh, today, we are going to talk about liver health and the role that thymoquin can play in improving your liver health. Uh, I'm not going to go through all the, the previous episodes, but we do have three previous episodes where we've given a little bit of background on thymoquin and black seed oil and what makes it different and some of the other health benefits. Uh, so you can uh, go back and see those episodes. Uh, very interesting stuff. Uh, but today, liver health. Let's jump right into it. Uh, thanks again for joining us, David. Uh, glad to be a part, Chris. I, I love doing these. Um, I love sharing the things I've, I've learned. And um, I really love working with, with you and, and the rest of the people at Barrington. You guys are really on the forefront, cutting edge of bringing really I like to say cool. Maybe it's my Southern California. I live here now, so I have to talk that way. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, to be able to work with you guys at Barrington and, uh, and share, share some of the really exciting things about the ingredients that you, you all have too. Thank you. All right. So, so what about liver health? Uh, you know, what is it about thymoquin that can help to support a healthy liver? Well, I think before I get into that, um, I want to give everyone, I know there's a lot of scientific, you know, knowledgeable people that, that tune into these, but I also know there's people that maybe don't have that science background. So I think before getting into the, the meat and potatoes of the connection of thymoquin to why it might be something you want to consider for your liver health, I think we need to look at why do we need to take care of the liver? And you know, back in the old days when I was giving a lot of consumers, you know, seminars for, um, for companies like the vitamin shop and, and, and others, um, you know, I always used to say, you know, you got to take care of your liver. It's, you know, and people were like, why, why is it so important? And for me, the, the main importance was it's the, it's the really, it's the main organ in your body that detoxifies the really nasty compounds that either your body produces or we get from our environment. So those toxins, you know, from non-organic foods or I live right next to the railroad track here. So the air I'm breathing whenever a train goes by is not necessarily the healthiest. I mean, granted to live, you can see that's the view behind me is just a couple blocks from my house, you know, but even though I live really close to the Pacific ocean, doesn't necessarily mean the air is toxin free, but outside of that, the liver is important for helping maintain my, um, hopefully a healthy cholesterol level. Um, it's important for my body to break down fats um, by the production of bile. Um, so it's, it's really important for digestive health. Um, it is responsible for um, processing hemoglobin, which if you're not familiar is the uh, it's hemoglobin is what carries oxygen around your body. So if you don't have a decent hemoglobin level, um, there's a really good chance that you're very fatigued maybe even pale in color. Um, it helps with blood clotting, um, you know, with a, a, a society who's very um, dependent on medications. The majority of the medications that people take, whether they're over the counter or prescribed, are actually broken down by the liver. So if we don't have a func healthy functioning liver, those things can end up becoming toxic to the body and causing other health issues. So, you know, in general, the liver is, I mean, all of our organs are obviously important or we wouldn't have them. Um, but in, in the case of, um, 
you know, in the case of, of our talk today, um, you know, having a healthy liver is essential really um, for many of the functionalities and the health of your, your overall well-being. I'm having trouble speaking today. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, just the other day I was reading an article and I, if I remember this correctly, uh, it was like one in four people worldwide had some form of fatty liver. Uh, which translated to roughly about 100 million people here in the U.S. have some form of a fatty liver. So, you know, I understand that the liver is a very important uh, organ in our body to help clean our blood and manage waste. Uh, but what about fatty liver, um, and especially as it relates to, to thymocin black seed oil? You know, how does thymocin black seed oil support a fatty liver or to, to, to help guard against a fatty liver? So I will give you the answer. I promise <laughs> keep you in suspense here, Chris. Um, I, the importance of, of that information is really going back to, you know, whoop de do on my fatty liver. Like, is it really that bad of a, a problem? And actually it is. Uh, I've been telling people now for probably the last four or five years that, fatty liver and the conditions that go along with it is going to probably be one of those, these things that most people, you know, are going to have to become aware of, aware of. And the reason I say that is, you know, there's, there's a couple of underlying health conditions that I, if you have them, then I can almost guarantee you that you probably have fatty liver. And unless your fatty liver, you know, the amount of fat in your liver should really be no more than maybe like, Five, but if it gets over like ten percent, um, then you've you know five to ten percent. You've you've got problems. You, you've got you'll end up possibly even having issues with like someone that um, you know that consumes just a boatload of alcohol and they develop you know problems with their liver over time. So having a fatty liver is really an unhealthy thing. Yes, fat globules or fat molecules are normally found in the liver, but we know that that um, usually you can't feel it. Um, and just because you can't feel it doesn't mean it's harmful. And if you can feel it, then you're probably between a rock and a hard place. But I can almost guarantee I started saying this and I stopped that if you have trouble with your blood sugar and, or you're in the obesity category, there is a very strong likelihood that you have a, an issue with fatty liver. And it's one of those things that only your doctor, um, would really be able to, to tell you in, or, with me, I'm one of those people like I just assume if I've got a if I have someone has a problem with their weight or blood sugar control, I'm going to pretty much assume because I'll give you an example. So like researchers found that uh, people with type two type two diabetes had a 40 to 80 percent likelihood of having that issue. Um, I'm sorry, that was obesity. Type two diabetes was 30 to 90 percent. So wide range, but um, so. And again, having these excess or um, amounts of fat molecules in, in the liver will start destroying it in the functionality of the liver. So then all those benefits we were really looking for, um, a healthy organ to have, are, are probably not going to be there. And then going back into your question about where does thymoquin fit, really cool study. We've talked about it in other, other uh, podcasts we've done published in the Journal of Food and Nutrition Science back in 2019, showed, uh, and I know we've covered these things before, but it showed, you know, improvements on mitochondrial function, 
Um, but one of the cool things that came out of it, and you know, there's some slides we probably could have shown on this, showing um, that uh, the study was done on mice, and they gave the mice a high-fat diet. And the mice that were not getting any treatment whatsoever, I hate to use the word treatment, but in this case, they were, they were just getting a high-fat diet. You know, after the testing was, after the, when the study was being completed, regretfully, the mice had to give their lives up for science. And they did these thin slices of, of their liver. And what they found was the, the, the mice on a high-fat diet had these just a lot of fatty deposits in their liver. Not only a lot, but they also had really large fat particle sizes as well. But the mice that were, again, on a high-fat diet, but given thymoquin, um, those same slices of liver showing the fat deposits in the liver were, in my opinion, very close to the mice that were in the same study that were on a lean diet. So kind of cool that these mice could still eat, you know, pardon my language, crap food, <laughs> you know, a high-fat diet. And yet when they added thymoquin to it, um, their, their liver and the amount of fat deposits and the, the size of those fatty deposits was significantly um, lower. And again, like I said, really close in, in uh, size to the ones that were on a lean diet. And, you know, with the majority of us nowadays that like to cheat um, on our diet, you know, it, it, you know, adding thymoquin to my everyday program, if, I, if I'm worried about those types of health challenges from having, you know, a fatty liver, um, you know, thymoquin would be a good addition. And there were actually other things, if we have time to get into, of how these effects using thymoquin were actually proved. So I don't know if you want to go down that. Uh, I think one of your favorite phrases, phrases is the rabbit hole, but I'm, I'm, I'm down with going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, well, it just, you know, it gets me thinking. So, you know, obviously the first step to controlling and improving your health is diet and exercise. So, you know, if you're trying to improve your health, cut out fast food is a first thing and start walking you right. know, or going to the gym. Right. Um, but what's interesting to me, so, you know, I think I eat well, not perfect. Um, I exercise not all the time. Um, I do, you know, I enjoy my ice cream and, and a beer every now and then. So it is nice to know that, uh, you know, supplementing with thymoquin could just help maintain, uh, you know, my, my liver health. Uh, that's, uh, it's a really interesting point. So with regards to that, Chris, and I know in our previous, um, broadcast, you know, we talked about the, the improved mitochondrial function. So if people want to know more about what that means, and you're, you're confused, just go listen, listen, slash watch that one. Um, but the research showed again in the study that if I can improve my mitochondrial function, then that's what helps reduce my risk of fatty liver. But there are other things like, and I'm not going to get into the, the, the mega details because these can get overly flipping scientific for even for me. Um, but there were other markers that showed why there was a positive effect on fatty liver. And one was um, improvements in heme oxygenase one expression, um, another heme oxygenase two as well, and then something called neuroblastoma overexpressed. And these were all um, done on a cellular analysis, and they're really super freak scientific. But these three markers are. Um, are important for 
um, with regards to um, your lip, I was going to say hepatic, but the same thing, liver function um, and how it, it actually functions. And uh, so when we can have a positive effect on, on those chemical compounds or genes, gene expressions, we'll call them actually, um, that's another reason we can see why thymoquin um, has a positive effect on, on fat in the liver. Wow. Yeah, that was uh, that was a little harder for me to follow, Dave. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Sorry. I, it needed to come up because we do have people that listen and watch these. They're going to go, oh, I get it. We're 90% <laughs> like me. I had to like go look all this stuff back up because it was not fresh in my brain from pharmacy school. So, you know, um, but it, it, you know, there, there was a study in the World Journal of Hep- 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 I can't even speak right now. Hepatology. <laughs> Good Lord. I'm making myself laugh. Anyway, herpetology isn't that like the study of frogs or something? (laughs) No, No. anyway, it's basically the journal on on hepatic function or liver function. Um, But, you know, it showed that these, that the, um, that having an impact on those three, three markers I mentioned that gene expression, we'll call it, um, were really important for overall, um, for overall liver health, in particular, that HO1, the heme oxygenase 1, was actually a protective compound against further damage that can be done uh, to the liver by, by chemical compounds. So there's multiple mechanisms of action, I guess, is really my point as to why, you know, using thymoquine either as a standalone ingredient or in combination with other, other ingredients could be beneficial for, for overall liver health. And even more specifically for people that have concerns with fatty liver. Yeah, that's some really interesting science. And I'm also really excited. I, we don't have time right now. We'll have to make another episode uh, talking about um, combinations of thymoquin with other botanical products and Definitely. how there's some real synergisms there. You know, one plus one equals three kind of stuff. Yep. So, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to save that for another one. But, okay. uh, yeah. I very much appreciate this overview on liver health and thymoquin. Uh, thank you very much, David. Oh, thanks for having me. It's always a blast. And, uh, you know, I'll be back anytime. <laughs> Look forward to it. Well, until then, have a good one. You too.